Quilt Designs. Oi! This episode of the Brutal Reality Digest Online podcast is brought to you by New World Designs, Vancouver's finest selection of retro-inspired fashion. Located on West Hastings Street, New World is locally owned and operated in just plain radical. They strive to bring the best in vintage reproduction brands such as Collective, Voodoo Vixen, Hell Bunny, Band Apparel, Betty Page Clothing, and more. They can also hook you up with accessories like jewelry from local designers. Aw, yeah! New World Designs is also a recognized safe place by the Vancouver Police Department, as they are inclusive to all who wish to embrace this retro look. Don't live in Vancouver? Unfortunately, neither do I. Luckily, New World Designs now offers an online store. That's right, head on over to nwdvan.com and she can ship your groovy new clothing right to your door. Still not satisfied? Tell your pals at Brutal Reality Digest sent you by using the coupon code STAYRAD and get a 10% discount. Now that's a spanking deal, folks. Once again, that's nwdvan.com or if you're lucky enough to live right in Vancouver, head on down to 434 West Hastings Street and say hello to Jen and her lovely crew. That's New World Design. going on everybody welcome back to another rendition of the brutal reality digest online podcast also known as bird drop i'm pleased to welcome proud dad promotions to the show so we got roll call here we got brett tronis tronis or tronis is it Tronis? you got it (laughs) jimmy bryant and old man joey hunter how you guys doing good 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 as can be right now i suppose eh? Yeah, this is a great time to be a, a musical promotion company, eh? Oh, the best, man. Yeah, you know, we, we spent like two months booking all the shows all the way up to September and had to cancel fucking all of them. It was great. <laughs> you didn't get a single one off? You guys uh, had we, a... we managed to get our first two off. We yeah. uh, we had uh, the Five Cent Freak Show with Devil's Son at the Vat with Piston Remy, Fat Punks and the Boys, and Douche Knuckle. Three quarters sold out, 130 people. Everyone got paid real nice. <laughs> and we had a metalcore show, I want to say, with uh, Raising the Ruins. Fuck, I'm trying to remember who else was on that, that bill. Siren, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, fuck. I believe. <laughs> I don't know. It was a long it was, time. It was the other show we got to play host before everything shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like recent, recent. No. Or this we, this we, was February. We, when, oh, shit. Right, right off, uh, you're talking way back. off the Halloween show there. Yeah, we had the Halloween show here recently. That was about it, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, I we're thought you meant since shit since reopened. Show. Oh, fuck yeah. no, I wish. <laughs> we were kind of on the border of doing things, but at the same time, because of the caliber that we'd host, we couldn't get, you know, yeah, it's hard to get people to sit down for a hardcore show, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I heard. Well, uh, before we get into this, guys, let's just kind of do a quick uh, run-through where you guys all introduce yourselves and your kind of your background. So I'll start with you, Joey. Here, uh, let's talk about... What bands you're in and why you joined up with uh, Proud Dads? Well, I'm in a lot of bands. Uh, <laughs> I'm Joey. I I used to play in the Red City Drunk Punks back in the day. Uh, I still play at Douche Knuckles sometimes. Play at Proud, uh, sorry, I'm in Proud Dads promotions. Play in Pride Lands. Uh, 21st Agenda. I think that's Oh Fat Punks and the Boys. I think that's it right now. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we got <laughs> we got started in this just uh, after Justin Shadows was uh, kind of starting to get out of the game. We were kind of like, well, it's time we do this. So uh, we started doing it at the crossing, and then of course they shut down. And uh, yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> so it's safe to say because I I knew you from the from the Red City drunk punk days. So like yeah. your roots are in the punk rock world, then correct? Yeah, for sure. Now oh, you've graduated <laughs> into. Big boy music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Learned, I, I say that as a punk rocker. A little bit. <laughs> you learned how to play more than three chords. Yeah, I can play four now. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we don't, but congratulations on that fourth chord, man. I know you've been working yeah, hard for yeah. it. <laughs> Sweet man. Well, uh, Jimmy, your turn, bud. Well, um, hi. Well, I'm Jimmy. Part of this, uh, um, I actually came in extra as a side thing. Uh, my first show with Proud Daz would have been August of 2018. I contacted Brett because I wanted to do a show at the VAT. It was with my band Wives' Tale, Brown Dwarf, Hayes, and I wanted Pride Lands on that bill. I called it the Stoner Mosh. The show went off pretty well. We had over 100, 100 people there. Uh, fucking after the show, Brett and Joey approached me and went, hey, so uh, it's a pretty cool cool turnout. Uh, do you, you want to make this a regular thing? You just joined the team? I'm like, sure, why the fuck not? And, <laughs> I showed up at the next show that they had booked, and they walked up to me at the end of the night with $40, and they're like, oh, here, here's what we made. I'm like, what? Okay, I mean, it all went to alcohol, but shit, I swear to professional. <laughs> Not all of it. <laughs> well, you yeah, that's how I ended up in it. You didn't spend it on a haircut, because I can see you right now. I've had the same hair since I was 17 years old. He cuts that hair. He's fucking out of here, man. <laughs> it's like, what's his name? Samson or whatever that dude is. He gets a string yeah, from his um, hair. My roots is specifically in the scene. If we're going to get into that, though, before I join Prentice, has always been in the metal scene. I used to uh, help hang flyers for a thorn and vine, if you remember those guys. Yep. And then when I was in Sledgehammer Deathface, I used to play a lot of uh, Shadows production shows and whatnot. Freaking, I was at damn near every fucking metal show you could name in Red Deer. If there was a metal show, generally speaking, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I'd see. Well, yeah, that's my background. You're forgetting something. Ooh, something you do I? that's a little quieter than metal that you do. Oh, fuck, that's right. Now, outside <laughs> of Sledgehammer Deathface, I also played in, well, still play in Pissing Army, Red Deer's shittiest band. Um, <laughs> I also played in a thrash metal band called Wives' Tale, which has been recently disbanded, but that's its own story. <laughs> we got time. Piss and Ermy's doing, kind of doing shit. We kind of took a break once COVID happened. Me and, me and Chris, or Piss, as you guys know him, ended up started doing really shitty grindcore on seven strings because he got an electric drum kit, and we just spent like eight months getting hammered and playing really shitty music. <laughs> Yeah, I was playing stand-up bass with some of that, too. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> All yeah. right, Brett, you want to share your story? Well, oh, shit. All right. Well, I hope we go out on a minute here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'll be Brett. I'll be Brett Tronis for today. You can call it however you want to call it, Tron's ass, whatever. doesn't matter to me. Um, I don't know. I started... There was a really wicked scene. When I first got out of high school, there was an awesome music scene here. That was when all of like the straight edge hardcore was a big deal and shit like that. Lots of crews and just it, it shows at churches before they clued in that there was a bad idea and so all, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I got really into a lot of music that I wasn't into. And I became friends with like a few promoters. Uh, B-Rad was the first promoter that I ever knew, man. He, he was the first one to bring cancer bats here and all that shit back in the day. 
your skate for cancers and all that jazz. I believe he was a huge part of and just just lots of cool shit. And then the music scene kind of went away for a while. And then I got involved with some other friends years later and we started we were like, shit, man, like, let's bring back some music. I started playing in Stranger Danger. I had a band called Hyperless before that. Shout out to that, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out Baby Seal, though. Shout out Baby Seal for real. And yeah, and then I, I started playing with Stranger Danger, some cats, a uh, couple kids from Penhold that I had known forever, you know, actually Desiree from Slumland, they, her brothers, her younger brothers, they, they got me into that. So I started playing some, you know, like Southern hardcore stuff. I was loving that, but we had nowhere to play. So we are like, well, let's just start renting halls. And, you know, halls, we hadn't been renting them. There was no, no music, no shows in halls for quite a while. And it, obviously that came to fruition why, why that was a thing shortly thereafter because they stopped renting us uh, halls for shows after a bit. <laughs> we threw on a few keggers and jazz like that. They got wise and then shut us down. But at that point, you know, then we started getting into venues. Uh, you know, I was a big part of helping out with Slumland when that first started. And that was a pinnacle of our scene getting back together at that point. Like that was one of the anybody that's played there you know, knows about it, loves it. It was an awesome place. Fuck those stairs, but, like, <laughs> they loved it. And then, you know, that ended. Shadows was still doing shows, so on and so on. I played in cover bands. I'd done a Chili Peppers cover band, uh, Corn and Limp Biscuit show. God, rest that. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> um, did a Rage Against the Machine tribute, and then, you know, uh, Stranger Danger disbanded, and Pride Lines came about. Joey and I have been talking about playing music together for a long, long time. So that was kind of a, a necessity for us that needed to finally happen. And it's, you know, it, it's my favorite thing I've ever done. I love it more than anything. It's a huge part of uh, emotional and physical release for me. And I know probably the rest of the guys too. And um, yeah, and then as soon as Justin stopped putting on shows and like, you know, he hooked us up. He, he got us a lot of cool shows with, you know, I played with some of my favorite bands, Expire, Quan hooked me up with a Cancer Bat show. Things were going pretty good. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, nobody's putting on shows, so who the fuck's going to do it? And here we are. We rose to the call like a couple of piece of shit superheroes, and <laughs> everything went everything went good. We had a few uh, bunk shows a couple years ago. It started – our first show was uh, 420 of, I think, 2018, Joey? Yes, yes, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was 420. That was uh, Shark Infested Daughters, Us. And 21st <laughs> Agenda. 21st Agenda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. There was an opener too. Uh, was it Captivate? Pretty sure it was Captivate for that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't Captivate know. might have been for the sec a second first year anniversary. Oh yeah, maybe it was. Either yeah. way, that was awesome. Know. And like we, yeah. I think we damn near we I think we damn near sold out the crossing that night for the first yeah. first yeah. show. It went incredible. And then we went on to do uh, Calling All Captains was our next like big swinger, huge pop punk yeah, show. You know, pop punk shows worked out really well. Yeah, the pop punk shows always went so good. And uh, damn, and then we're here, you know, we're two years in and fucking we hadn't had a show that we couldn't pay our bands more than we would have liked to or more than we agreed to in yeah. the better part of a year. We had a couple bad shows in the one winter and then we just hustled our asses off and it was going fucking great. And then like, yeah, like Jimmy said earlier, we were booked right into September of this fucking year. And yeah. then and then, you know, March happened and it was just like everything puzzle piece the fuck apart <laughs> and here we are so now uh yeah now we're here just kind of waiting it out yeah that's the the common thread big plans yeah. de derailed <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
And then there's going to be a whole... It's going to be good and bad when, when it comes back because there's going to be a shit ton of bands wanting to play at once. There might yeah. not, and there's not going to be the venue, so you might be having to look no. at... Well, like, that was a thing, too. Yeah, is, we're, we're currently in that situation because we've lost all our metal, hardcore, and punk-friendly venues. The Bat's in limbo. We don't know exactly what's going yeah. on there. Crossing's That's a on. big hit for Red Deer. <laughs> so really it's weird. like, what are we left with? Uh, Paul's. Right. Go back to Cheers in Lower Fairview, I guess. Yeah, it's nice down there now. Uh, they apparently have been asking for shows. It uh, looks good, dude. A, fun, a friend of mine named Landon Bennett was telling me about that. The thing is, last time we had metal and hardcore shows at uh, Cheers, they hated us, but they loved our turnout. Well, until somebody accidentally broke a door, then they uh, blamed the promoter, which was Shadows at the time. And yeah, yeah kept us that, out. Was, that was a week after the RCDP show where everything yeah, got destroyed. So. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, they like how much beer we drink, but they don't like the <laughs> the fucking way. They don't like sh- what we do to everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we well, shouldn't have given us all that fucking beer to drink. Like, <laughs> well, drink your bar dry, but I, I swear we can replace the cost of the tables. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lucky for us, there hasn't been too much property damage at our shows. We're pretty good about that. None, really. Yeah. Well, we, Riker we, doesn't live here anymore, so we, that's that's about 50%. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Riker <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> do you guys remember uh, were you guys around for the Cheers North shows like over yeah, years ago? I yeah. wasn't they were hell I yeah was, dude I remember the Thorn and Vine when they were a band yeah yeah and then uh, you Josh you were in Fridge or Freezer back yeah. then wasn't it yeah buddy yeah what's that uh, uh, Brienne was dating you know Brienne Fitzpatrick she was dating one of the guys from that I think yeah, that's one of my buddies I grew up with, Benny Booth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I completely I, – well, I was seeing her sister, Megan, for a few years there, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Small world. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets smaller, man. <laughs> I remember the zone, too. The zone was a Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, with the pool tables and shit. I remember seeing the UK subs. At, uh, yeah, at the yeah. Zone. And the no, black that was, halos. That was uh... – The black halos and the groovy <laughs> rookers. Yeah, yeah Groovy Rookers to me are what I like. My first remember, uh, my first show for Red Deer was the Groovy Rookers. Yeah, it was them and like Kill, Kill and Trainwreck Diaries and all that. Oh my God, there's too much. The Miscreants. Hey, Profunda Rosa. Yo, Profunda Rosa. Beasles just found my Profunda Rosa shirt, man. No jokes. Shout out (laughs) Profunda Rosa. (laughs) It's so tight. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned the Groovy Rookers because. Like my old old band there, Fridge or Freezer, like we were just kind of playing in the basement and Ben, who you were just talking about, he worked with Rod out at uh, the Nova plant there. And he was Oh like, yeah. He found out he's a promoter and he's like, Oh, okay, I booked your band. He's like, We don't even have a bass player. He's like, I don't care. Like it should be a fine one. So <laughs> we, with RCB. Dude, Josh, I've been there, man, freaking <laughs> off. When Lifestyle first started, we didn't have a bass player. In fact, we paid two years worth of shows without a bass player. And we were playing like sold out like sold out venues in Red Deer. <laughs> with no basis. Like you didn't have one at all, or you just had to plug and play someone in there? No, we didn't have one at all. We didn't get our bass player till twenty sixteen. <laughs> And like, we were already active since 2014. Sounds at like, the a, time. like a lead sprinkler type of move. Who needs yeah, a yeah. lead sprinkler? The, uh, the greasy two piece. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking wild. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, like pretty much forcing us to do that show, like who knows if I would have ever actually did anything, you know? Because I was in yeah, bands back in Saskatchewan, but I never. Until someone lights that fire under your ass, you know? Yeah, for me, it was all with Lars uh, from, again, of Thorn and Vine. Uh, Brett had a lot more hand in like Slumland, whereas I kind of freaking hung out with uh, Lars and Duncan and Darren from A Thorn and Vine. And 
hung shows. Uh, well, went to went to their shows, hung out, hung out with them. Fucking, I used to hang their O'Malley's flyers when we, they were hosting shows at O'Malley's. Oh yeah, fucking O'Malley's. <laughs> Jim Change played there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We set up Our... that one SNFU show in the basement. Yeah, I don't know if you guys were at that one. That was a fun one. Actually, yeah, you guys gave RCDP our second show when it was opening up for SNFU. Really? Yeah, it was at <laughs> Cheers in, in Lower Fairview. Crazy. <laughs> There's been a lot of great ones. I guess there, there won't be any more, unfortunately. But yeah, pour yeah. one out for. At least we, for get, the at least we got to have the SNFU shows that we did. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing because it would always bring out like the. The old punks would dust off their dog parties. Yeah, yeah pump for get a babysitter and fucking come back out. And oh, you don't see the young kids get up and dressed up too, man. For yeah, kind of miss those young kids. They that all was kinda... the good thing about Slumland was having the all ages shows, and those kids were nuts. And then a lot of them formed into good bands too, right? Like yeah, like Keenan Keenan used to be in uh, the fuck. What the hell were they called? The Ugly Bastards. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh Bastard wait. Brigade. The Ugly Bastard Brigade. Brigade, yeah. I don't yeah. think Keenan was in that band. Keenan was in that band for a little bit. Oh, yeah. he was. Well, there you go. Perk, a little more you know. Well, that's what it's going to take to keep like guitar music going is getting the the kids into it. Yeah. So we'll have to. That's what Proud Dads is, man. That's yeah. that's the whole. That's the name right there. Is you know, it's about us. We want to be the proud dads, right? We never had no proud dads, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my proud dad was Rod Rooker. No more boring crap. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to start talking about my daddy issues, I'll tell you what. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Oh, fuck. So how are you... strange, but... What's strange? Oh, well, we have actually two different generations of people here, specifically for the Red Deer music scene. Like, you got Brett, Joey, and you, who are from the old scene, and then you got me, who is uh, in the scene for what I called the Red Deer revival of 2011. It was, yeah. And that's when I came in. Well, I was young. I'm not so young anymore. Fuck. We needed the young blood. We always need the young blood. It's like a dream to grow that all the all the celebrities are eating or drinking or whatever they do. <laughs> so, obviously, shows are fucked probably till the rest of the year into the For who sure, knows when. Yeah. Well, what are you guys doing to to keep your minds right? Writing lots well, of music. I would like to do some fucking some sort of like. Uh, I was thinking maybe setting up some sort of green screen in the basement when, well, when you're allowed to have people over. Yeah. Because we just, I just renovated my place and maybe like having some bands over and just doing like some little live sets, like acoustic even and shit like that. Yeah. Just to keep our, just to keep Proud Dads as like a, you know, a, a, a household name kind of deal, right? We've also been doing research into how to do outdoor shows at the skate parks. Uh, Desiree from formerly of Slumland actually informed me on how to go through the rigmarole of getting the permits you need to have outdoor skate park shows, which would be be really neat to do. Once the snow fucking melts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shit seemed okay there when we could do outdoor stuff. And now it's now that it's It's Canada and we're like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Getting dicked. Uh, lucky for us, we're in a position because uh, I spent a bunch of money on a bunch of audio equipment, so we're not even having to rent musical gear too much. We have enough freaking equipment between myself and Joey and Brett that we can run shows without having to rent. So it becomes like a 100% DIY project, which is fucking perfect for our scene. Yeah, for sure. yeah, that worked for the uh, the last one at Taco Loft. Halloween there. Yep. Yeah. Taco Loft. Support Taco Loft. Best tacos <laughs> yeah. in Red here. Did you guys see the, I don't know what that was for, some sort of voting, and it was like, 
Taco Time got second in the taco department. It's yeah, like, what? We, got, we got first in that at Taco Loft. And then, yeah, second place is goddamn Taco Time above <laughs> Los Palmeras. Like, Los Palmeras literally says authentic Mexican <laughs> on the building, and you fucking got beat up by Taco Time? <laughs> Figure oh, it out. You're the Taco Time slipping in LSD? Or... Yeah, the other restaurant's fucking up. Like, let's let's be real here. I'll tell you right now. I fucking love Taco Time, though. <laughs> taco oh, Time. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, we're back. Your voice we were didn't gone go for away. a minute. I don't know if you guys noticed. No, we didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. And they just oh, opened a couple new uh, Mexican joints, kind of like I live over in the... Yeah, they got East Blanco. Tequila bar. Yeah, and there's another place. Fuck. That's not very punk rock. No. <laughs> What's that? They have a shot for 350 bucks. I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's a mezcal. <laughs> fucking unreal. That's, what a waste yeah. of like, money. I'll drink a beer by the dumpster, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, don't get me started about dumpster beers. I spent way too many nights outside back of Slumland pounding them before playing a set. <laughs> That's what we're looking for in a venue is a good dumpster spot. <laughs> Seriously, man. So, you know what? Cheers and lower fear views might, might be it. <laughs> There's a lot more than beers behind that dumpster, though. I don't know how I feel about that, buddy. <laughs> well, the mustard I mean, can seeds you really right say there. you've lived if you haven't had a freaking back alley beer with a bunch of skids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really what it's all about. Are you guys talking about different skids? No, I'm talking about us and Jeff. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. Other skids, yeah. Ew. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Swing a hit. So, uh, so I guess uh, you guys kind of alluded to it, but you mean you're drop, name dropping bands that maybe some of our listeners won't won't have heard of, but like you guys are bringing in like touring bands as well, or uh, yeah. like is that oh, kind yeah. of your plan, or are you just a hodgepodge of local slash touring? Talking about in the future of like a, yeah, we, that would be ideal, right? Bands that are looking to do something, maybe come through here and come come play our sweet little stupid green screen thing until you know things can get back up. Yeah, so that's just right in your basement, you said? Yeah. yeah. Don't fucking tell my dad that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It would it would be like a pretty like pretty quiet setup. I mean, obviously, it's going to be – it's not ideal to have, you know, a full metal band set up in your basement. It ain't that big, but I don't know. Just some ideas. It's It's been weird mulling things around. Uh, we'd like to get involved in some charity shit here. Uh, we, as well not that we haven't before but i just mean like right now yeah. the way things are maybe show ourselves out somewhere what we don't have to be music right that doesn't need to i had this weird idea today that we should start putting on shows for kids like puppet shows <laughs> i was really stoned man it would be fun we set up like a big like live like little theater kind of deal and just fucking make just the kids having a good time you know makes us feel young it's not probably gonna happen but like i have ideas <laughs> I I did see a an advertisement for one in Edmonton like a few months ago. I don't know what the mm-hmm. puppet show entailed, but I was also yeah, see, intrigued. Out there, I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford what Muppets. What you do is just do like a musical inspired puppet show uh, for punk rock or hardcore for the kid. Hey, what do you want to do today? I want to go to the punk rock show. Yeah, straight Fuck up. Yeah, let's go to the punk rock show. But yeah, kind of you know. Pictures of puppets beating each other up to fucking no effects or whatever the new punk rock band is. Trashed ambulance. Trashed ambulance. Trashed ambulance. <laughs> yes. 
Let's no, I go. don't want to do that to the kids. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Those kids can take a beating. Have you seen some of those shows? <laughs> Holy crap. They don't yeah, come I out to our shit shows. out of a lot of kids, man. Why can't we beat the shit out of me? Watch them throw each other into tables and keep getting back up. Yeah, they're rude these days. Kids will fuck you up. I'm too old for that. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, boys, I'm going to start wrapping this up, but... For sure, man. Um, Yeah, I guess the main thing is we just got to stay positive, hope that there there is an end in sight, and there's... Yeah, man. And I guess if bands just got to get creative. Think outside the box. That's, that's right. That's what to... it's about right now. We've got time off. Start starts uh, side projects with everybody and fucking... <laughs> so long as we can be in each other's homes and shit again, then yeah. Yeah, yeah once that's allowed, fucking... Yeah, fuck me. Look out. Just your instruments. I'm showing yeah. up to the green screen. No clothes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before I let you guys go, how about we go through each of you and your dream, uh, the dream show you'd like to put on in Red Deer. We'll start with you, Joey. Oh, Sorry to put you okay. on the spot. Just the first yeah. ones that come to mind. I won't hold you to start. it. One of my first, one of the fucking big things I'd like to do is bring another big metal show to Red Deer. Freaking, I'd like to bring Revoca- Revocation on one of their tours. Cause like the last big metal show we had was fucking Origin with King Parrot and Beyond Creation. That was so oversold. They had 300 people at the vat crammed with 100 people lined up out the door. I'd yeah, like to do that sweet. again with revocation, whatever touring acts they happen to be in. I'd probably throw on uh, Skull's Assert, a local death metal band. Uh, they're actually now called Sense of Slaughter, another name drop. Check them out. They're going to be dropping a demo here soon. And fuck, I'd do that. Boom. That's Joey, what are you saying? I have no idea, man. There's so many bands. There's a lot of choices. I would probably go back to the, to to put bring like uh, the punk rock bands back, like Kruby Rookers and uh, Car eighty seven from Vancouver. I think uh, what 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 was that band we played with in Ashes or something like that? Uh not Earth's that Ashes. guy's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Earth's Ashes. Right, yeah, because one of my favorite shows was that uh, Death by Stereo show. Body, I know. Like to relive something like that, like. That would be sweet. That's it for me. That's it for me. I want Death by Stereo and Cancer Bass to come back. I don't want us to be involved. And then I want everybody else that I know that's in a sweet band and Red Deer involved. So literally, I want a, like a, a festival. Umi, Umi Yokai opening those shows because they're yeah. probably my favorite Red Deer band. Yeah, they, yeah, it's it's hard to deny their tenacity. It's pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah that's that's that is a tough question, but yeah. <laughs> I just I just want to play with Cancer Bats again. That was like my literally before I even got in a band. That was my goal. I was like one day, and then it happened. And you're like, well, what the fuck? I didn't set my yeah. goals higher than this, so now I'm just fucking done. <laughs> that, that was like me with uh, Dayglo abortions when For I started. Sure. I was like, I just want to play with Dayglo, and then it happened with Lead Sprinkler. Now I'm just like, well, fuck. Played with Dayglo, DOA, and SNFU, so I pretty yeah, much dude. fulfilled my goal. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird where you where do you go from there, right? I guess yeah, we start, exactly. We start a rock band and we start playing stadium shows now. Fuck, <laughs> I can't do that these days. Rock's apparently dead, guys. Don't no. you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Keith Richards is still alive for another twenty years, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Ozzy's still kicking. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> right. So is that something that you guys will mold the idea over? Is the is the festival in Red Deer? Oh yeah, we were actually c- contemplating doing a festival here in October as a as the hopes were to freaking kind of do a revival for the VAT, but uh, because COVID 
continued happening it was not a thing like we uh, had a guy named andrew talking to us and he like he had like five different record labels ready to jump on this shit <laughs> like it was just going to be like a couple of like shows a night but i would we would definitely like to do like an outdoor thing and we do uh we do have a little bit of insight on a place where that will be a thing in the hopefully in the nearest future like watch out because when 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 it gets going again we're fucking on this and you know, as best we can. We're and pent up, man. Our Halloween show, we could, we it was difficult to contain people. People mm-hmm. want to fuck shit up yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I heard. <laughs> you don't give, don't give people what they want for that long. They're gonna fucking go nuts when it happens again, right? For sure. So. Yeah, I, th- I think the promoter game is gonna be a, a good game to be in when shit can happen. Yeah, because fuck. I mean, no shortage of bands just fucking hungry to. Well, yeah, the exactly. thing is, is there wasn't before, <laughs> so it's going to be like just a mass onslaught. It's going to be hard, yeah. but, you know, people are going to want to go see him. So, sure, whatever we got to do, <laughs> let's fucking do it, man. Hey, man. This means more bands will be in contact with us and we'll have better shows. Yeah, simple as that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Red Deer will no longer just be the, the place where people pee. Yeah, it'll be that too. Though. <laughs> no, to be fair, we had a reputation of being one of the best stops for a while there, man. For sure, <laughs> our shows get a little more violent than Calgary and Edmonton. I think, to be honest, uh, Edmonton's the only place that could be on par. But Calgary, as we all know, is a little elitist. Yeah, they're scared of this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle it. Can't That's handle when it. Widow's Peak is playing. Man, you throw the fuck down. Yeah, shout out Widow's Peak. Fuck, they were yeah. actually a fun show to host. Yeah, they're the oh, best, man. I love those boys. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, boys. Well, I'll let you get get on with your evening. I know you can't go anywhere or do anything, but yeah, maybe I'm gonna go play Star Wars. <laughs> I'm apparently <laughs> supposed to go try to figure out what I'm doing for Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Fucking no idea. But other than that, I'm probably just drinking. <laughs> just gonna have to do this Skype Dungeons, bro. <laughs> all right boys well i appreciate you guys taking the time and uh yeah fucking... thanks so much man like this this yeah, is cool these are fun. the kind of things that i would love to see hear hear more of right yeah. especially now hell yeah well, we'll, well we will be in touch in the future man we'll get some shit going for sure Thanks for tuning in to another rendition of the Brutal Reality Digest online podcast, also known as Draw. Make sure you check out Proud Dad's promotions on all of their social media platforms. And of course, check us out on BrutalRealityDigest.motherfucking.com. Until the next time, stay brutal. Jimmy part of this, sir. 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 Fuck those stairs. No more boring crap. Yeah. Fuck those stairs. Jimmy part of this, sir. 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 Fuck those stairs. No more boring crap. Fuck those stairs. What? Don't fucking tell my dad that.